Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Friday Live with Dr. K. As you are joining in, type in the chat where you're coming from and what business you have. So today I'm going to share with you information about how you can make valuable offers to the government so that they're willing to pay you valuable dollars for your products and your services. So if you're watching today, definitely you're in the room. You're in the right place because I'm going to show you exactly how to level up in business, okay? And in the areas of which um, I'm going to show you how to become more prosperous and make more money and actually create wealth with your um, by understanding your purpose, your positioning, your pricing, and how to actually create prosperity from all of those things, right? So uh, welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. Again, I'm Dr. Kawana D. Irving. I'm a, I am a uh, business growth specialist who happens to know a thing or two about building your business with government contracts. I'm also a transformational speaker and an author, a coach, and um, and I also am, you know, mom, wife, women. Shout out to all the women who wear multiple hats, right? So, um, but if you're watching this video today, just hold on to the end because I'm going to go through some information that's going to show you how to actually make valuable offers or how to take your existing product or your existing service and add more value to where you're able to turn your maybe $100,000 business into a million dollar empire, right? In a very short period of time by understanding the things that I'm going to share with you today. So welcome in as you're coming in, you know, shout out in the chat. Where are you joining from? I see Karen Pitts. Hello, from Buffalo, New York, in Notary. Hey, 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 Tracy McDaniel from Oklahoma. So, um, but I also want to take the time. So, so if you're watching my channel for the first time, um, be sure to hit the bell notification so that you're, 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 you know when we do post new content or when I go live so that you don't miss anything, but also subscribe to our channel. Uh, we are on the run to hitting our uh, you know, a million dollar mark in not million dollar, but million viewer <laughs> mark on YouTube. So definitely, that is definitely one of our goals. Our next milestone will, will to be to hit a million views. So be sure to also share the content and the information that you are learning, because I know that not only can it transform your life, but perhaps you don't, you don't, you want to share that information so it can be transform transformative for other people as well. So I want to shout out to some of our special winner circle members as well as our Dream Achiever members on our YouTube channel. So what's up to Vic Venoni, Winter Circle member, and Vel uh, Melva Calvin, Winter Circle member. So we also have Keith Broadley, who's a Dream Achiever, T. Uh, Marie Marshall, Don Pitts, Tanisha Yu, Roger Dixon, Kevin Daniels. I see you, Alex. Uh, Grace Prayer Center, Sunita Garrett, Keith and James, David Hirsch, HS Livestock and Robert Aiken. So I want to shout out all of our YouTube members. So if you want to know how to become a member, there's right under this video or any previous video, there's a button that says join. And we have two levels of our membership where we can shout you out. And as a winner circle member, we can actually promote your business as well um, during one of our live streams. So uh, be sure to check that out. So anyways, I want to say what's up to all the ones that are coming in. Ailey, 80 the Cholo. Hello, Hector from um, Arlington, Virginia, Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte from North Carolina. Sean Player from Orlando. 
Um, welcome in speaking life. So you do speaking in life insurance. Okay, cool. So, um, so for all of you that have, you know, whether you have a notary public business, uh, a speaking firm, a consulting business, a coaching firm, whatever it is that you have, I'm going to show you how to add more value to it. So you're able to be on your way to making hundreds of thousands and potentially even millions of dollars when you do the work, right? Because all work works. And it's the person that quits that don't get the results. But if you're not a quitter, and you call, consider yourself to be a winner, then definitely this is something that can help you win, win, win um, in your business. Okay, so um, so we're going to get started. Uh, over the past few years, so just so you guys know, over the past few years, um, I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like yourself um, actually position themselves to qualify for landing lucrative, valuable contracts for the very services that they were once selling for pennies on a dime, right? And I'm going to show you like the stuff that I, that I shared through this channel um, it literally works when you apply. Applied knowledge is the most effective things that you can do in life and in business is to take the knowledge and apply it. Don't just take it and learn it and know it, but take it, master it, apply it and get the results. Okay. So, so the first thing on my list is, Hey, uh, recreated designs, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Hello. Thank you for all the content you put up. Looking forward to starting my security company soon and to join, join the GovCon community. Awesome. So congratulations on getting ready to start a business as well. That's definitely achievable, attainable, doable, and contractorable. <laughs> so that's not a word, but I just made it up. But definitely you can get government contracts as a security firm as well. So, so I'm going to dive right into it. So number one, the first thing that you want to do um, if you are already an entrepreneur, in order to be able to, to make that your offer more valuable is to understand your purpose. You got to understand your purpose, right? So if your business is outside of alignment with the purpose that you were designed to be here to serve, it's going to be really hard for you because those are typically the people or the reasons why people quit because it's out of alignment with their purpose. They don't have a passion to do it. Uh, when they get when they come up against hardship or whatever, it's easy for you to walk away. But when you are doing business for your purpose and using your gifts, you can't say no. It's going to be difficult for you to walk away because it's who you are. Right. And so um, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about using your gifts. Right. And stirring up your gifts like you guys can do the Bible study and go look up all the areas where it talks about utilizing your gifts and how your gifts will make room for you. I can't make this stuff up. It's literally in the word. Right. Um, and it talks about how your gift will make room for you. And your gift is very closely connected to your purpose. So watch this. So when I was when I was like in my early 20s, I used to um, I used to write lyrics. So I used to I used to sing backgrounds for local artists that were like local celebrity artists, like um certain people. I don't want I don't want to name any names, but real known artists in the Bay Area. So I used to sing backgrounds, I used to write lyrics. I used to um also like be on stage as a rapper. You guys probably won't believe that, but literally my name was K Love. <laughs> and I, I used to rap with some of the, the top rap artists in the Bay Area. In fact, I was the number one female rap artist on uh, Bay Area's, uh, what is it called? Battle of the Rappers back in the day when Sway Boogie was one of our DJs uh, at KMEL Radio. So anyways, um, so so when I did that, I knew that like, 
um, like speaking and writing and reaching people was one of my gifts. I just didn't know how deep it was like as a gift, right? How seated and rooted it was in me to be a gift to other people. And so one of the things that I would do at home is I would um, I would record. So, so back in the day, I'm gonna date myself a little bit. Back in the day, um, we had uh, cassettes, okay? So cassettes is the thing that happened after the eight track. <laughs> so cassettes, it went from eight tracks to cassettes to CDs. And uh, and then before that, it was like records. Somewhere records fall in between, like the LPs and stuff like that. But anyway, so this is, I grew up in a cassette era. So this is like the 80s, right? Late 70s, 80s through the 90s was the cassette era. And I there were, I had two devices, two recorders um, and two cassettes. So, so on one cassette, I would play music. On the other cassette, um, I would I would rap or sing over it. And so I had basically created like an in-home studio, right? That was a mock ship studio. And then um and then there was another cassette that that would have both the music that's playing off one cassette and my vocal. So then basically I kind of mixed and mastered my own music in the house. But here's the thing about cassettes. If you guys remember that era, if you're from that era, if you're from the 80s, you know, say that's me. I remember that time. Let me know if you're from the 80s. Like you grew up in that era and you understand what I'm talking about. So sometimes those cassette tapes will pop, right? So this is this is like during the analog days. So the cassette tape will pop. And I was really good at uh, splicing the tape back together. So I would put a little piece of tape and um and, and rewound. Somebody say the 80 says the cello says that's me. And I would rewound the tape seamlessly and play the tape. And then you would never even know because it would never even skip a track. Like it would never even skip. Or you would never even know that that tape had popped and I had to splice it back together. Right. So fast forward into the future. That is editing. That's editing, right? This audio editing is production. It's chopping up content. That's what it is today in today's time in the dig- digital age, right? But I did not know that. I didn't know. I didn't know. But I was really good and gifted at it. So when I share with you all, like the first contract that I landed was for photography and and, and video production. I was actually literally using my gifts in producing and splicing video and splicing photos and images and in audio together and I landed a contract. So that's why I know I'm a living proof example that when you use your gifts and you understand your purpose and you allow that gift to be stirred up, it will pay you profitably. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. It will pay you properly. So using your gifts and living your purpose. So many of you have gifts like many of you um, have probably grown up and you were always the person that everybody went to to share their business, like to talk about their problems, too. Right. That's a gift. If you were if you're that person that was able to console that person or give them direction, that's called counseling or consulting. Right. That's that's a life coach. Right. And in today's age with that gift, if you're utilizing that gift, you can actually land lucrative government contracts as a life coach, a consultant, a um, a, a health consultant or a mental health consultant or advisor. You can get paid for that gift. <laughs> so I remember um, our grandmothers and aunties and great aunties, like they had the gifts of gathering people together and feeding them really good food, right? So anybody have the nanas on the block and the grandmas and the memaws and the big mamas and the candy houses, like the those old ladies that had was making those burgers and stuff like that at the candy house, right? Um, so those are gifts, being able to gather people in a place. To feed them is a gift. And when you take that gift and put it into this particular error as a business, 
to still serve people in that way, there's a government contract that is out there where you can get paid highly lucrative contracts making those same burgers that probably sold for $5 back in the day. Now, now, back in the day, it was probably $5, which is the equivalent of about $25 today. But you imagine taking that that $25 burger and and feeding 2,000 people. Now that is transformation, right? So that is a great way to actually get paid your gifts. So you have to understand your purpose. You got to understand whatever, whatever is your purpose. If you're really good at consoling, console people. If you're really good at cooking, do catering. If you're really good at doing video, do that, right? If you're really good at something, security. If you're a tattletale, if you're a tattleteller, because <laughs> there was always a tattleteller in the family, like you the spy, you telling. If they around, they telling, right? That is the gift of security, <laughs> right? Somebody say security, right? So you can actually get paid to install surveillance cameras and tell on people <laughs> like it's crazy right you can actually get paid as a security guard um highly lucrative contracts in fact one of my dear friends close friends his name is jimmy he has a, a vip security company it's called vip security and i was sharing this information with him years ago <laughs> l wilson said that's me <laughs> i was sharing this information with him years ago but it took him a while to really understand what i was saying it took him a while with as some as most people would take them a while to really understand the value that i bring to the marketplace and really understand the transformation in doing the things that i'm saying if you implement this thing and so once he implemented the thing um for of course at first he had like you know, Mercedes Benz as a client, you know, and that was probably one of his biggest clients there, but he, you know, he'll have like small gigs here and there, but he really wasn't the the player that he is like the baller successful business that he is today until he used his gift of telling and surveilling, you know, as a security company to land a $1 million contract. Million dollars is, 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 it sounds like a lot, but when you're in this space and you understand how much money is really on the table, then it's not. But it's a lot to an individual person who has a family to provide for and who has never seen that type of money before. Right. Even if you have a million dollars in business because you've worked really hard to get there, that next million, when you're doing the things right in your purpose with the government, like literally it's going to be much easier for you to make a million dollars in a month much easier than it is uh, for you to make that million dollars over that decade that it took you working really hard, chasing customers and working um, overtime, right? And so anyways, this is because I know. So you, according to usaspending.gov in 2020, the US government, federal government, because there's three levels to government, there's local, state, and federal. The federal government alone spent over $10 trillion on business products and services, right? So what are the business products and services? Well, it's notary, Karen, he's they spent notary money on notary under other legal services, right? Um, security services. Uh, who was that that said security? I think it was Wilson. Security services. They spent money on your products and services. Um, Sean Player on life insurance. They speak. They spent uh, money on life insurance. They spent money on speaking engagements and things of that nature. They spent money on all of these things that I'm talking about, right? And guess what? For the little people, if you're a little people. Type that's me in the chat. I want to know if you are little people because according to the small business, um, the the small business uh, of America, the SBA, according to the Small Business Administration, the SBA, the little people are those who have under 500 employees. So if you are little people, say that's me in the chat. You got to identify, right? So you, if you're one of the little people, 
they were spending, they were obligated to spend 26% of that 10 trillion. How much is that? Somebody do the math on that, right? When I did the math, the math was astounding. $2.6 trillion was on the table to be spent with your very business. Now, are you in business to make a little bit of money or are you living your purpose to be highly profitable? That's a question that you should ask yourself and really truthfully answer it. Because like when I talk about how much money is on the table and this is just federal spend, that don't even touch what's also obligated to be spent on the state level. And it doesn't even touch or compare to what's obligated to be spent on your city level, right? In all city, state, and local levels, they all have the obligations to spend money with the little people. Who's somebody say that's me? Uh, let me see. So Jennifer says, that's me. Wilson says, that's me. Tracy, that's me. Darla says, that's me. Sean says, that's me. Wow and wow. Yes, that don't, that, it don't even compare. So with all the money that's on the table and people are like trying to figure out well, how do I get into government contracts? What's lucrative? Where do I start? All of those things, right? Take it back to the word. It says your gift will make room for you. Start with what you're passionate about, what is already within you. What have you been doing all your life that you can do without the use of conscious resources, right? Things that you can do in your sleep. Do that because that is who you are. <laughs> it's who you are. So this is the first time in history, literally, you can get paid for being who you are. And I'm not talking about little pennies of a dollars. I'm not talking about that, right? So I have a client. I have a client. She's really good at, at talking about being fair, right? She's really good at showing people um, the disadvantages of women and black and brown um, employees in the workplace workspace and even in the entrepreneurial world, she's really good at having those types of conversations. She's been having those talks all of her life. It's her gift. It's her natural gift to share with people who do not understand the struggles that we have, how to actually help us. Her name is Kim. And Kim came to me and said, you know what? This is my gift. This is what I can do. Can you help me get a government contract? Speaking and sharing how we are so disenfranchised to the people that don't know how to serve us. And I said, absolutely. Right. So recently in September, um, in September, Kim was like, hey, guess what? I just I just won me a two point something million dollar contract speaking on my gift. The thing that I'm already good at showing government agencies and employees how to serve black and brown people and how to serve women owned businesses that have been disenfranchised and disconnected and left out of the opportunities because of the miseducation informational institutions that's been designed to teach us all the things that does not serve us. Right. So powerful. Right. So yes, you can get paid for your purpose, but you got to know what it is. Right. So, so for some of you, many of you have to, it's time to go, go to that book and be like, Hmm, Right. That, that, that's the question that make you say, hmm. Right. One of those things that make you say, hmm. Well, what is my gift? Right. You have to do some soul searching. What have I been really good at? Wow. If you've been really good at like if everybody gives you their kids and you're a natural person to just kids flock at you and that's what you do. Perhaps you can get a contract watching the kids of these government um, government uh, employees. Right. Because they need child care. Right. And so when you're, when you're a government employee, you got to be at work at a certain time. And sometimes the daycare centers, regular daycare centers are not there to serve government agent 
employees because they got to be at work at five, six o'clock in the morning. The daycare don't even work, don't even open until seven, maybe eight o'clock. So then now, now you can use your gift to serve only government employed uh, uh, babies, right? Government uh, employees, their children, maybe. And that's a huge contract that you can do that you can get literally. I'm giving y'all, I just gave somebody a business idea, right? Because I know, right, from, especially from working in the government contracting space, I hear the employees and what their plights and what their problems have been. Man, we just can't find childcare that opens early enough to serve us. Like if there was a center where every mother or father that works for government agencies can go drop their babies off at, you know, five, six o'clock in the morning so they can be at work at six o'clock and seven o'clock in the morning, um, they will happily give you a lucrative government contract to, to provide that as a service. Yes, they will. So anywho's, so that's one. What is your purpose? Okay. Stirring up your gifts, living your purpose. So when you when you understand, let me let me share. I'm gonna share my uh share my screen really quick. Just give me a second to bring up my um to share my screen here. Um, this this one. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The coaching conversation 2024. This podcast is 100 dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. this one this one. all right so here we go so so number one is your purpose make a valuable offer with the things that you're already good at and that you've been doing all your life and that you can do seamlessly and when you do it when you're doing that thing it doesn't feel like oh God, another day i gotta go do something i don't like right because you're doing something that you love and it don't feel like work you could do it all day right so get paid for your purpose that's number one number two how do you, once you understand what your purpose is, how do you position your purpose? How do you position your, your gift in a way that it serves the people, right? And I'm going to give you guys some examples because I love to illustrate. And I know that many of you are probably visual learners like me. I'm going to illustrate this thing. So let's just say your purpose is, I'm going to use janitorial. I'm going to use a couple different gifts. I'm going to use security, <laughs> right? Janitorial, security, and then I'm going to use one more. I'm going to use another gift as, um, say, real estate. Exchange exchange of property, right? These are gifts. So these are three different, these are three different businesses with three different gifts and three different ways that they want to serve. These are three different purposes that we're looking at, right? So here's how you position your gifts in a way that it actually serves the people, okay? You position your gifts, number one, as, or I'm just going to put uh, number two. So number two is position your gifts. Position. You, you position your gifts in a way that it serves the people. How do you do that, Dr. K? Okay. So um, what's happening in the world right now? Okay. So what's happening right now, and you can always use relevant information, relevant things that are happening right now to pretty much figure out how you're going to position yourself 
of value, right, to the government. So right now what's happening is there's a great migration. Um, there's a there's a great there's a great migration from Mexico. And also, in addition to that, um, there's floods. OK, there's floods in uh, Southern Cal. Southern Cal is flooded. And that's very un unusual, right? Because it's supposed to not rain in Southern California, but it's been raining so crazy that it's flooding in Southern California, right? So let's just say, let's go with this. Say it's flooding in Southern California. I'm a janitorial company. Um, how can I be of service to the government? How can I use my passion to think I'm really passionate about cleaning? I've been doing it all my life. I'm really like, I have OCD and I know how to clean things and uh, uh, sterilize the thing and all these things. Cause I know people who are like, they're really good at cleaning because they have OCD, right? <laughs> the bigger the OCD, right? The better the cleaner is going to be. So this is something that I know. Um, so anyways, so, so it's flooding, right? So now how do you become a solution to this problem? When you have a janitorial company now, most janitorial businesses, they're like, okay, what building can I clean? Right. Uh, uh, what what storefront can I go clean? They're, they're thinking like that, right? But you're a cleanup company, and the problem is they got to clean these streets. They got to clean those cars. They got to clean all, you know, they got to clean the uh, uh, the sewer systems or whatever. They got to clean all of these things that the flood has come, right, and, and, and created all these problems. So now the government has a problem. The problem is the Southern California, certain cities in Southern California is dirty. It's dirty now. After the water recede, all you're gonna have is you gonna have dirt and mud and filth, right? Um, and, and they're gonna need to clean it up. So here, as a janitorial company, you get to position yourself as a solution to clean up post flood. <laughs> so, right? You see how you see how you see how like the thought process that I have is so different from anywhere that you're gonna hear information about government contracts because I understand how to. Uh, extract value and, and position it in a way that it, it means something, right? In a way that it turns your your uh, your information into profits, right? In a way that it makes sense for them to go write a big check, right? So you're like, okay, well, we can do post-flood cleanup services. That's what we specialize in. Now you go to the government, the lost city and state of County of Los Angeles, city, state and County of, of, um, of uh, San Diego and wherever else is flooding and, and destructive. You position yourself like that. That's how you do it, right? So let's say problem number two, the migrants are coming over, right? migration you're gonna need a lot of security you're gonna need a lot of security on the ground right we don't know where these people are coming from there's people coming from mexico there's people going to mexico to cross the border because it's open we don't know what's going on right so we need security on our transportation we need security in the streets we need security at the schools hence they have all these shootings that's happening at the schools these are problems that our world has you can position yourself as a as a people security People, people security, right? You can you can position yourself as school security, right? You specialize in securing schools. You can position yourself as migrant security, right? Position yourself uh, uh, to secure the migrations. As, there, as people are coming in, you want to make sure that they're safely coming in and that nobody's coming in to harm the people that are already here, right? So when you think about those things and you position that as a solution to the government's problem, which there's problems, right? Um, then they're willing and ready right now to write you a lucrative government contract to solve those problems, right? So say like 
there's an area, you know, there's a lot of storefronts, especially here in California, that are being, you know, broken into and all these other things. Well, there's 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 need for surveillance cameras, right? Either man on foot or cameras installed, right? So you can have a survey. So, so a part of your business could be installing surveillance cameras, providing the the um, the man for the force, like the workforce for on foot surveillance as well um, for doing rounds of that. So those are just positioning ideas, how to turn your business, your passion and your purpose into um, solutions for the government to where they're ready and willing to write you a big check for. You got to think through these things. Right. So many people make the mistake of thinking, um, you know, I'm MBE certified or I got my woman owned certification. Now I'm just going to go on Sam.gov and look for an opportunity and bid on it. You don't even know what your purpose is. You're missing so much. What are you talking about? You don't understand even how to position yourself to stand out from the busy crowd of all the other people, all the millions of other people that think that they can do the same thing, right? But what's going to make you stand out is the way that you position your offer. This is how you add value to your offer by connecting it to the problem and positioning yourself as the problem solver, <laughs> right? So let's say real estate. What are some of the problems right now that we have in real estate? world-renowned problems, right? These are just examples, but these are realistic examples. And there are real estate contracts that are out there. There are janitorial and security uh, contracting opportunities that are out there, right? But I'm using this as an example so that you can understand not only how to identify your purpose, but also how to take your purpose and position it so that you're able to add value as a solution, as a problem solver to the government's problems where they're willing to write you that big check. You got to know these things, right? So in real estate, what are some? So we have lack of housing, right? Lack of housing opportunities. Um, we have um, housing crisis where, well, this is a housing crisis, but housing pricing, pricing is ridiculous, especially here in California. Like, you know, um, you know, uh, so, so these are just some, right? Then we have homeless veterans, homeless vets. We have homeless teens, homeless teens. We have, um, we have, uh, what you call those? Um, senior citizens, senior citizens that, um, you know, they have mental health problems or maybe they, they have, um, housing issues or whatever. Right. So now when you position, when you itemize these things, you're like, oh, these are all the problems that I can see in the real estate industry, right? I can see in the real estate industry. Now, when you look, when you when you're thinking about this, so lack of housing, this is this is a problem. So what can I do as a real estate agent um, to um, provide a solution to the 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 thing of lack of housing? Well, I can, you know, get some properties of my own, rent them out to government agencies run a government program to serve homeless vets, senior citizens, and homeless teens, and get a government contract, not only to house these people, right? So get a government contract, not only to house these people, but to also partner. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Y'all got to think, like, it's just like, people limit themselves. Like, people don't, people don't understand 
how much opportunities are out there when you get out of your own way and stop sticking to the limitations. And sometimes you don't even know. It's not it's not your fault. Sometimes you don't know that you've limited yourself. It's just that you don't know what you don't know and you have no mentor, no coach, no anybody. And you think you can just go to YouTube University and learn how to do these things. And you find out there's so many things that you don't know, which and then you'd be like, well, it just don't work. Right. It ain't for me. It don't work. Right. But it does work. You got to have a blueprint and you got to understand the process of how it works, how to navigate yourself, how to think for yourself. Right. I teach people how to fish. Right. There, there are several people out there that's going to fish for you or give you a piece of fish for you. Right. So that you can eat for the day or whatever. And that's cool. But if you don't know how to fish, I feel sorry for the people that don't know how to fish and how to navigate, how to grow and create wealth. And I'm going to get to the prosperity part in just a moment. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get there. Uh, hold on for yourself. Stay to the end. I'm gonna tell y'all. So anyways, so here's here's your real estate property, right? Now you've become a solution, right? Everything is, is not about selling and buying houses. You have more gifts that you have to unlock. There's more to real estate than selling and buying houses, right? You can actually provide the real estate properties. You can partner with the homeowners to provide the housing. It's about partnerships. We cannot climb to the top. We cannot create wealth by ourselves. Sometimes you have to extend the invitation to partner with other people so that because we're better together and we're going to make a whole lot more money with other people than we will by ourselves. So here's the thing. So let's just say you partner, you found somebody that can provide the homes because you're in the real estate. You know all the homeowners. You know, you know where the where the, where the, the empty houses that people own, right? You know, so you can partner up with the people and provide, uh, get a government contract to provide um, housing for homeless veterans, housing for homeless teens, housing for senior citizens, and all that stuff. So now you're you solve the problem. Now the government may say, may say, hey, that's a ten million dollar a year problem that you're solving, and you have so many beds, right? So many beds a year um, that you're, you're you solve that problem. Now within this. People need transportation. <laughs> they need some of them are cray cray because you you won't believe the, the people who are homeless have mental problems, which uh, most of them have mental problems, which is why they're homeless. So now you have a service within your your um, your homeless program, right, where you're serving beds, where you have a counselor come in and provide mental health services. Now you have mental health services. That's another partner. Now you have mental health services. Now you can build their insurance for the mental health services that are provided inside. And you can get a government contract to also provide mental health services. So now you got money on top of money on top of money, <laughs> right? And then, right, are you done yet? No, most of these people need cleaning, right? So cleaning, now you have someone that comes in and clean the houses out, change the bedding, Some maybe someone to help with bathing, right? That's a whole nother service. So now bathing and like personal care. So now you have personal care of these people. That's a contract or that's a, a line item that you can include on your contract, right? Then you have uh, cleaning that's, that falls under janitorials. Now you have someone to come clean the house. And then you have a personal chef that feed them nutritional meals, right? So now you've partnered with a personal chef, right? This is how I say you can take your service, your business, your passion and multiply into opportunities because you can't do it by yourself. Now you have a personal chef. That's a whole nother uh, line item on your contract or a whole nother separate government contract of where you're feeding the people in the house too, right? So 
it goes on and on and on and on and on. Okay. It goes on and on. If this is good, type, give me some fireballs in the chat if this is good, right? Because if you're not thinking on this level, you are literally leaving hundreds of thousands on the table and even millions of dollars on the table if you in your business are not thinking on this level of how to extract the value and use your purpose. Now, now, if this was something that you just did because you want to make a whole lot of money, at some point, these crazy people, this is just an example, these crazy people is going to run you out of business because you're going to be like, mm, nah, uh, I don't want to do that. The money ain't worth all of that. That's This is why I say you got to use your, pur- your, your passion, your purpose. Yeah, be doing it in your purpose, in your gifts, right? And it says the, your gifts is going to be making room for you, right? Um, and so when you're doing it that way, then you're not burning out. Then you understand, okay, now I feel fulfilled because this is what I was designed to do. Yes, you can be fulfilled because this is what you were designed to do. Okay, so now we have, now you position your gifts in a way that it serves the government and the people, okay? Because if you're not serving the people, they're not going to give you a contract. <laughs> if your put prop your offer to the government only serves you, that's probably why you're getting no 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 no. You got to show that you're you're there to serve the people. Okay? This is you got to be there to serve the people. If you're not there to serve the people, then that's one of the reasons why they're like, mm, this is a selfish person. We're not going to give this person a contract, none of that stuff, right? But if you're there to serve the people, if you're there to serve the problem, there to be a solution, then they're like, oh, this is one that stands out. This is our shining star. Then guess what they're going to do for you? Um, Darla and AD DiCiolo and, and, and Princess Lizzie. What they what are going to do for you? They're gonna be like, well, this person loves to help. And this there's a, there a, there's a real problem solver over here they're gonna start picking up the phone and then you you're gonna get out of the rat race of sam.gov and all those other bid search sites that everybody else you're gonna be able to get out of the rat race and they're gonna start calling you personally hey can we got a problem over here can you come solve that hey i see that you solved the problem over here so you now you're building what's called performance right uh uh real performance and, and and you're building that experience and that connection and you're building your brand and your reputation now they're like hey i'm gonna call such and such they can solve this problem at a high level let's just give them this 10 million dollar contract right who wouldn't want to do that like who wouldn't want to be the solution to that who wouldn't want to be on speed dial uh, you know by these these people that have the ability to write big checks so anyways so now you have number three is um let me go down here and clear my board a little bit it's pricing okay so now you've extracted so you've identified your purpose you've extracted your positioning like you've uh, you identified how to position yourself how to think through how to position yourself as a problem solver so now we're gonna get to the pricing Right. So if you've identified how to once you once you've identified how to position yourself in a way that it serves the people. Now you can take all of these things. Let's just let's use, for instance, the uh, the real estate company. You can take all of these things and now you're price stacking. Right. Your your contract was called uh, code stacking. So basically all these things. So for all of these services that you have to offer. There's a code, right? The, and usually the, the the industry standard code for government contracts is a NAICS code. So these are NAICS. I'm not going to write the NAICS codes in. You guys can go to NAICS.com and look for your own codes. But um, Or I have a whole nother video somewhere on my YouTube channel that talks about NAICS codes or whatever. But here's where I call a concept. It's called code stacking, right? And this is a 
a trademark concept, co-stacking. I made that up. I created it. It's my own framework, my own methodology, because I understand this stuff. When you master um, what you master, then you can understand and create how to create frameworks around how to succeed at this. And so um, one of these things of how you, how you can succeed is co-stacking, right? You stack the codes. So we have, um, if I can read some of this stuff. So personal care, personal care, there's a code. So I'm just going to put next. There's a code for that. Um, there's a per, there's a code for uh, janitorial cleaning. There's a code for, um, you know, providing the housing, rooming and boarding, right? There's a code for that. There's a code for the mental health services. There's a code for um, the supplies, <laughs> you know, providing all the supplies, the bedding, all that stuff that you're going to need in this, in these programs. It's all the stuff. There's, there's a code for that. And then there's a, there's a code for the, um, uh, catering, the cooking. Okay. There's a code for that. So now when you get a contract, say you get a contract to provide housing for the people, you're not going to charge them for housing for the people. <laughs> like, well, what do you mean, Dr. K? When you get a contract for housing the people, you solve the problem, you price them for housing the people, which is here, right? Let's just say this is 10 million to house the people for two years, right? House so many people. So you got to have so many houses that serve so many people over a two-year period. That's a two-year contract, right? So you're not just going to price them for housing the people. You're also going to price them for cleaning the cleaning up behind the people. You're going to price them for caring for the people, whatever. I'm just coming up with the numbers, but you get the logist that you get the gist of what I'm saying. You get that. Then you get to um, price them or charge them for also, right. The, uh, the counseling services that comes within that housing, the people, um, and then you get to, you're going to have supplies for providing the housing for the people and caring for the people. So that's, that's like, you know, that's, Let's just say that's ten thousand dollars a month in supplies, right? We don't know, but then then feeding the people, you know, maybe that's a million dollars a year on feeding them three meals a day, you know, three meals a day, uh, seven days a week. That's a million dollars a year. So now you've taken your ten million dollar contract and you've multiplied it, right? So scripture in Genesis, I think it's one in twenty eight, I believe. This is when God created the heavens and the earth and divided the, the, the night from the day and created the fish and the fowl and the air and all these other things. And the perfect thing that he created in his own image was man. And the first thing that he told man was to go be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> right. So it is crazy how God created everything to produce after his own kind. Right. So everything that exists exists to produce more of its own kind, including money. <laughs> supposed to multiply your wealth. Yeah. Uh, if somebody told you different, they lied to you. Wealth is not meant for you to gain it, to earn it, to get it and spend it. No, that's called rich today, broke tomorrow. <laughs> right. That's called rich today and broke tomorrow. Wealth was designed for you to get it and multiply it and to continue with it on. Right. So that's that's the the mirror. The, that's the purpose that money exists. That's the purpose that wealth exists It's for you to get it maintain it, multiply it so that it can continue on. And it's not supposed to be ran out in your lifetime. Wealth is something that you pass down for generation to generation. Hence the word generational wealth. Don't mean I get rich in my lifetime and then the people that come behind me get to starve and, and struggle and figure it out. No, that is not what wealth is. Wealth is creating something in abundance 
and multiplying it in abundance to where by the time you are here and gone, right, it's still multiplying in abundance and you have something to pass down. That is wealth, right? So this is how you multiply your wealth in your business. This is how you do it, right? So you take that $10 million uh, for two years. That's about $5 million a year, right? So you got to do the math on all this stuff. People just see these big contracts. They don't understand how it really works. It's like, you got to be able to do some math. <laughs> we learned the fundamental basics of math in grade school. <laughs> but then it teaches us that you're supposed, math is supposed to be done in multiplication. You know, um, They taught us to add money not to multiply money right but i'm here to share you share with you the scripture says to be fruitful and multiply this is how you do it so now you turn your 10 million um uh over two years that's five that's five million a year so you take um that's 10 that's 20 that's uh 12 so that's what is that 32 another 42 that's uh 52 million now you just turn to 10 million dollar opportunity into a $52 million contract. Now, then, and that's, and, and you multiplied it. So you did, so this is 10 million times five, you more than five X because you understand your value. You more than five X <laughs> your offer because you understand your purpose to solve the problem, your positioning and how to price yourself. How to price that? You understand it, right? So many people they get these contracts and they're uh, they're underpriced because they don't really understand these things. They don't understand the value that they bring to the marketplace and how really um, small businesses are more valuable. Like we used to be like, I remember before I understood the value of a small business, I used to be like, I'm a small business, you know, like tiny me, right? You gotta walk bold when you know who you are. <laughs> you gotta walk bold in that thing because they're saying. 26% of all of our spend, the government spends so much money, right? Multiple trillions of dollars, right? That's what they spend. 26% of that is obligated to go to the little people. I'm the small business. I'm the little people. And so are you. If you have under 500 employees, you are the little people, right? And so um, so you got to walk bold in that. So when people are like, where the small business at? You should be like, hey, I'm a small business over here. People should know who you are, like literally. Right. So many people are like, oh, I don't want to go through the certifications because, you know, it's a whole lot of paperwork and all this stuff. But if they don't know who you are, they can, they don't know who whose name to write on the check. <laughs> yeah. They don't know who's, who's, who's name to write on the check. Right. So it's like so you got to position yourself as that certified small business, not just the business that just I identify as small. No, you got to go through the bureaucracy. <laughs> you got if you want the money. You got to go through the bureaucracy to get the money, which means you got to go through all of these applications to prove that you're a woman. Yeah. You got to go through all these applications and processes to prove that you're a minority. You got to go through all these processes to prove that you serve the country as a veteran. <laughs> like, uh, unfortunately, you got to do it, but it's worth the wait. It's worth the process. Right. So so that was number three was pricing. Number four is prosperity. Number four, let me see. Number four is prosperity. Now, I'm going to share with you all the real definition of prosperity. <laughs> like, most people think because you've made 52 million or you've made 2 million or 20 million, you've made a million that now I'm prosperous and I have prosperity and I'm rich and I'm wealthy. 
but you're not because it's the lack of information that keeps us broke. And it's the lack of information that make us back broke, even if we did come into some uh, hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars once. The lack of financial information and knowing, right? So knowing is the best thing that you could do. You should always position yourself as a lifelong learner. Because there's so much information that you'll you'll never just arrive. I don't believe, I don't know everything. I don't, but I know enough. But I don't, but I'm a continuing to learn. I'm a continual learner. I'm an educator, right? So I continue to um, enhance my education and knowledge about business, finances, and principles and things because I know that the unknown is the reason why we are where we are. It's because of the things that we don't know, right? So if you're the type of person like, oh, I already have all this. I already have my Sam.gov. I already have... You don't know what you don't even know. You don't even know. It's just like, that is just the beginning. That's a fraction of the fraction of the, like, you ain't even just started. Like, literally, you don't even know what you don't know, right? And so, um, so here we have prosperity, turning your gifts into, into paychecks, right? How do, you, how do you continue to build prosperity after that? So there's principles that are always at work, whether you're aware of them or not. If you're aware of the principles, you can make, make them work for you. If you're not aware of them, then they're currently working against you, right? Two of the main principles are the um, the law of momentum. And the other principle, the opposite of that is the law of inertia. So law of momentum is clearly defined as an object in motion. This is motion. Will remain in motion until acted upon by an outside source, right? which means that anything that's moving is going to continue to move unless somebody come and stop it. <laughs> and the crazy thing about the law of momentum is any that applies to everything. Like literally a business in motion, a business that's making money is going to continue to make money until acted upon by an outside source. That outside source could be uh, a hater. It could be something happening in the economy. It could be whatever, but something could come and stop your momentum. But if you don't have momentum, then you, what you're currently sitting at is you're experiencing the law of inertia, which means that an object not in motion will remain not in motion until acted upon by an outside source. Somebody kind of come and move you into action, right? Right. So if your business has been stagnated, it's because you're experiencing the law and the principle of inertia, and it's time for somebody to come and move you and push you into action. Right. If you are experiencing momentum, then if you stand still, if you give up, that's why they say don't give up. Like you cannot quit if you're a winner. Winners just win. Right. Eventually you will win. Right. As long as you don't give up, because as soon as you give up, then you give it into the law of inertia and now you're doing nothing. <laughs> so people make decisions and people make indecisions. Both decisions and indecisions are still a decision. Right. So sometimes you make a decision and it'll put you into motion. And then when it's time to make another decision to continue that momentum, then you decide that you're not going to make a decision and that's indecision. And sometimes that indecision will help you uh, go back into inertia. So now you're stagnated at, at whatever level you were, right? So anyway, I know this is probably, probably you're probably like, what are you talking about, Dr. K? I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you exactly what I'm talking about. Prosperity. Um, turning your gifts into paycheck. So let's say... You understand because you've been maybe watching my channels, like literally shout out to the people that's been binge watching my content 
on YouTube and implementing and executing on the things because many of them are already getting results. Like they're already landing contracts because of the, just the, the free content that I share. So imagine if you were able to work with me, <laughs> like you'll be able to get results much faster. Right? So anyways, so when you do this, when you do this, not if, but when, right? Because you got to make a decision. You're going to make a decision to either stay in the, the realm of inertia, right? And stay where you are or catapult yourself into a momentous plane of creating prosperity and wealth for yourself, right? So when you do this, this is cash flow. Purpose of money is for it to flow. Money is currency. Currency moves. And anything that is moving is called living. <laughs> Somebody has currency that is still, right, in the moments of inertia, right? You got to overcome inertia. Some people have money that is still because it's not moving because they just because they learned from somebody that if you put it on your pillow, you'll always have it. No, because if you put it on your pillow, then guess what's happening in the background? Um, inflation, all these things. And so it actually loses value by being under your pillow and it's not multiplying and it's not growing. So it's really a waste of physicality. <laughs> it's a waste of time to have money on the pillow. Right. So anyways, um, and then uh, uh, anything that's not moving is like the Dead Sea. Right. It's just it just dies like a tree that uh, that has that's not rooted and grounded deep enough to um partake from the waters of the river that's living living waters right it ultimately dries up and die from the root up and then the tree falls down all that stuff right so anyways so we have the money so now you have so say let's just say we'll go with the numbers that we have here so you have a 52 million dollar contract because you understood and there's multiple contracts that you stack because the value um, because you understood how to position yourself to win these contracts, right? So now we have $52 million. Now, now most people will take the $52 million and spend it on things like cars, you know, clothes. This is a purse. It looked like a house, but it's a purse. <laughs> Purses, um, shoes, right? Spending on stuff, right? So this is this is what most people's cash flow looks like. They, it, it comes in and it goes out. And then all of a sudden, inertia comes. And it ain't coming back because you didn't put it nowhere for it to come back, right? But here's how you continue to create cash flow and momentum, right? Prosperity momentum. Multiplied momentum of the millions. Here's how you do that. You take the momentum that you're currently having with the money, the cash flow that you're getting from the government, right? Because that's more highly lucrative. And you have this momentum. And then you begin to, your cash flow goes into things like more rental properties where you can get another government contract for another 10 million, right? And that's paying you over a two year period. So that's 5 million a year, right? So now you have more cash flow to add to the momentum. Right. And then you have more things you're investing stocks, maybe it's trade. Maybe you can have somebody doing day trades for you. And now you have day trade momentum where that money, that same money that was reinvested in these things that made you even more money is going to make you even more money because of here. Now you have continuous momentum. Right. And then you're investing in things like 
What else? Luxury car rentals. Luxury car rentals. Now that's in, that's more money. That's probably bringing you about twenty twenty thousand dollars a month, twenty k a month. Now you have more money momentum, right? So the purpose of money is to make, make, and make more money, right? The purpose of money is not to spend it here. We're spending money and then it dies because you lose, lose momentum and inertia kicks in. The purpose of money is to continue forward the momentum. That's how you create prosperity, <laughs> to be even prosperous. That's how you create wealth. And ultimately, these things right here, these things, right? So this is your active. It started with active. These things, it started with active, reaching out to government agencies to solve a problem. They gave you a $52 million contract. You took some of the millions and you invested in additional opportunities that gives you more contracts. And then you took that money and invested it in some things that are a little bit more passive, like rental properties, luxury vehicles, stocks, and um, day trades and all these things. And don't forget UILs, universal index life policies, where your money is making money on top of money on top of money tax-free, right? Don't forget to have that tax-free stat uh, strategy in there, right? So now we have all of this momentum. Look at this. Hold on. Let me draw. Let me take a step back. Look at this. You have momentum over here on top of momentum over here and on top of momentum over here on top of momentum over here. And now you have what's called a cash flow ecosystem. You have created wealth and prosperity because you understand is the purpose of money is not to spend it. The purpose of money is to invest it in things that's going to make you more money. That is the purpose. Now, if I just said that in the beginning, it'll be just that's it. Right. That's all. That's all you needed to hear for today. That you should. Some of, some of you should be like, oh, my God. That just makes so much sense right now. So if that makes sense for you right now, drop some gems, drop some fire, drop something in, in the chat. Let me know that you're feeling this. The purpose of money is not to spend it. The purpose of money is to invest it. And sometimes you can invest. Look, I've read books, <laughs> right? Books are investments. It may cost you $29 or whatever, plus shipping for that book. But there's a wealth of knowledge in certain books. <laughs> What's my library? I don't even know what my library. I think it's GovCon library. Let me see if I know what it is. GovCon. I'll leave it in the in the description for sure. Um, library. I think um, I don't even know what my library is. But I think it's um, if you go to she'sgotgoals.com forward slash library, I think. Forward slash library. There's some books there that I highly recommend. I think, uh, yep, that's it. So if you go to she's got goals.com forward slash library, there's a wealth of books that are there. So can y'all see my screen? No, y'all can't see that. Okay. So there's a wealth of books that are there. Okay. Um, there's rich girl code, which is a, a author, Christiana niece, great friend of mine who has a ton of information about how to make money, make money, momentum, how to overcome inertia in your pocketbook. <laughs> right. That book is there. It's excellent. You something you got to make investments into things, right? Um, invest in books, wealth of knowledge, things that shows you how to overcome inertia, how to make more money, how to continue the cash flow forward, how to um, create wealth and prosperity. As a man thinketh, another book, great book on how how to overcome yourself, how to get out of your own way, how to think things into existence, right? How the negative thoughts that we have is actually the thoughts that keep us broke, right? The negative thoughts that we think are actually the things that keep us broke. So anyways, 
So this is an investment, right? Investment. Courses that teach you, look, courses and classes and education that teaches you how to make money. Those are investments. Let's just say, I'm not talking about traditional college because traditional college don't teach you how to make money. It teaches you um, principles. It teaches you um, theory. (laughs) You don't learn to make money. So that is out the window. I'm talking about educational knowledge courses, training classes that teaches you how to make money and have money momentum. That's an investment because even if it costs you, let's just say a hundred thousand, even if it costs you a hundred thousand, you're going to learn how to make at least a million dollars a year. Is it worth it to you? (laughs) Yeah. So it should be worth it because uh, last time I checked, that's 10 X. That's 10 X or is it a, is it a thousand X hundred thousand times 10 is a million dollars. Okay. So that's 10 X your money. Okay. So that's an investment. So when I say investing in things, I'm talking about making invest. The purpose of having money is not to spend it on things like food, unless you're going to go turn that food into a catering business. And now it's making money, right? But it is to invest it so that it can return to you how God designed for everything that he created to return to us in what? In multitude. It says, go, be fruitful, and multiply. Everything bring forth multitudes of its own kind, right? And so this is why one seed, you can take an apple. And in the apple, there's a multitude of seeds. You can take one of those seeds and plant it, water it, and then it'll turn into an apple tree full of apples that each apple has a multitude of seeds. Be fruitful, plant the plant the seed. That's investing. And then multiply, right? So that's what it is. And that's where it's at. So just to recap, I'm going to stop sharing because I'm, I'm a little bit over my time. So I didn't mean to go this long. But I hope if it was this good for y'all, like I hope this was just good for you. Okay. So. I used to think that investing was spending. I, I used to think I, I combined the worlds of investing um, with spending and I didn't want to spend no money. Right. I didn't want to spend no money, which means that I didn't want to invest no money. And I didn't understand that I was ha- I had inertia in my pocketbook and I didn't know why I was broke because it, it was because I didn't invest in knowledge to help me enhance my knowledge on how to create wealth and how to create cash flow and how to make money, make money. It's because of those things. But it wasn't until I understood that you have to invest in yourself. <laughs> you have to invest in you to expand your knowledge. Because if you believe that you know everything that there is to know on the planet, then that's probably why you are where you are. And if you believe you know everything about your lane, your business, your industry already, that is probably why your business is stagnated and stuck because you don't know what you don't know, right? And everybody needs someone to help them unlock the mysteries, right? That we all have to overcome. Some people need other people to help you understand how to stir up your gifts so that you can live in your purpose. So that you can understand how to position those gifts as a solution to the government so that they're willing to write you a big check. So you can understand how to now that you understand the the, the problem that you solve and how to position yourself. Now you understand how to break out your pricing and how to 10x. Maybe you're charging twenty five dollars an hour. Maybe you're charging two hundred and fifty dollars an hour. But when you understand this type of knowledge, you can go from ten to a hundred, whatever, ten to a thousand, right? Or two hundred and fifty to twenty five thousand dollars an hour. Like I'm, I'm just saying, this is the real of the real of the real, right? So 
And then now you understand how to price it. Now you can understand that that's not it. That you're not done. Just because you got a government contract, just because you landed a client, just because you made a little bit of money, just because maybe you made your first hundred thousand or just because you made your first million, you're not done yet. There's still work to do. Now it's time to turn that into momentum, prosperity. Okay. How do you do that? There are so many different ways, but you got to understand what those different ways are, right? And you got to make the right decisions and the right choices so that you're able to overcome the inertia. Otherwise, if you don't do that, you're going to end up back at step one. Now you got to start all over again. You ever see um, celebrities and wealthy people that get highly rich and then, and then they end up broke, flat, broke as a joke. And you're like, dang, what happened to that person? They're in the state of inertia. They have no money momentum. They don't understand how money works. They didn't invest in anything that's going to create more cash flow for them. They don't understand how financial prosperity is supposed to work. They don't know who they are. They don't know their purpose. That's the reason why many people who win the lottery overnight, all of a sudden, six months down the line, after winning $20 million, they broke. And they're standing on the corner with a cup asking for some change, right? Because they didn't know who they were. They didn't understand their purpose. They didn't know that you're supposed to turn your your, your money into, first, you got to turn your money into a contract, right? Which means you got to invest in things that's going to teach you some knowledge on how to get a contract so that you can turn that into cash flow and how to turn that cash flow into income producing assets and make it come back multifold. So anyways, that's it. That's my rant for today, y'all. You got to understand your purpose. You got to understand your positioning. You got to understand your pricing and then you can create prosperity when you do these things. Your life will forever change. When you do these things, you, then and only then can you create real generational wealth in a way that it was designed for us to hand it down for generations to come. Now, uh, in, the, in, the, in the Bible, there is a scripture that talks about how um, the wise man, right? Wise man, men of wisdom leaves an inheritance for who? His children's children. Which means that you got to think beyond yourself. You can't be selfish. You got to think about what's happening, who's coming down the pipeline tomorrow, and you got to set them up. When you set up other people for success, inherently, indirectly, automatically, you're going to be successful. So that's my rant for today, you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to like, subscribe, join our membership, all of the stuff on YouTube. Join us in our upcoming five-day challenge. In fact, if you're an entrepreneur and you're ready to overcome inertia and you're ready to create momentum and get started in this game, like literally, if you, you want a game plan to get started, like you're tired of being tired, you're tired of being where you are, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you need to be in this challenge. If you go to govconchallenge.com, you can register, right? Uh, let me see if I could find. If you go to this website, govconchallenge.com, you can register. It's going to be two. And when you get to this website, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up just so you guys can see. GovConChallenge.com. Challenge. Wait, challenge.com. So I'm gonna share my screen so you guys can know. I like because I, I want you to be educated and I want you to see exactly um, where to go and how to do this stuff. Okay, so stop sharing my screen and I'm going to share. This part of my screen is window here. Okay. When you go here, govconchallenge.com, the next challenge is coming up. 
right? Um, and then you're going to put your information in. This fake information. You're going to put your information in. It's going to bring you to this page. This is where you will register. GovConChallenge.com is the way to train. It's, it's going to teach you how to transform your mindset, how to teach you how to transform your business into a money cash flowing machine. If you really want to know that, if you want to take your business from a hundred thousand to a million dollars in the next 12 to 18 months, potentially, if you do the work and do the things that I tell you to do, this is where you start. Cause there's a starting point for everything. Everybody can't just jump up, get registered on sam.gov and go bid on some things. There's a starting point. There's some information that you must know. There's some things that you don't know that's when you do learn them, it's going to help you have longevity. It's going to help you actually understand how to navigate and how to think process through the information because otherwise you will be stuck. You will probably be one of the people that started and stopped and we don't want you to start and stop. So you go here It's 97 for the general. Now, if I were you, I would actually click this button to upgrade to the 297 level. Why? Because individual consultations for me is $5,000 for the hour. So if you were to book me outside this challenge, it will be $5,000 for the hour. As a VIP um, experience member, when you re register for the VIP experience, we go behind the scenes. You get to join me live behind the scenes on Zoom and ask me questions for an hour a day for five days. That's equivalent to $25,000 worth of coaching that you get to get because you get to come and ask me, well, well, Dr. K, what about for my business? What do I do? How do I do it? Well, what, do I, what does it mean for me? Like, How do I transfer? Like, How do I think? What products should I be selling? Like, You get to ask me real coaching, consulting questions that other people have paid me $5,000 in an hour to get. And you get to do that for only a $200 upgrade. <laughs> and this is the only space where it's allowed. <laughs> it's the only space where I do it because I know that the people who say yes to themselves to sign up for the challenge so that they can get pre-qualified for government contracts. I know that they're hungry enough, <laughs> right? To come get the information. And if you're hungry enough to come get the information, I'm willing to go get give you the information and answer some questions along the way. Okay. So join us in the VIP um challenge. It's only $297, but I but I guarantee the value that you're gonna get, people have paid thousands of thousands of dollars for the value and the information that you get um as as VIP. In fact, it has sold in the past for upwards of two thousand dollars. So for two ninety-seven, like figure it out right do 297 i shouldn't have to, we shouldn't have to have a conversation about how you're going to come up with 297 if you if you have to have a conversation about how you're going to come up with 297 dollars then government contracting you're not ready for that you're not even ready for the amount of wealth <laughs> that you're about to get because that right there you can spend on a bag of peanuts when it comes to what you're about to get ready to learn <laughs> how to make some money and cre create some momentum some money cash flow momentum so anyways go to govconchallenge.com for those who are willing and ready to level up their game to get pre-qualified to understand how to create wealth in their business how to position themselves how to uh, unlock your purpose your passion and how to actually create prosperity i'm going to show you all those things and more on the challenge that's coming up so i'll see you on the inside govconchallenge.com um, it's been great, you guys, and I'll see you next time. In between time and in between time, go be fruitful and multiply and subdue the things that are in your way, overcome them, and then you will have dominion. All right. Have a good one.